You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break, behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that. Dirk with the Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyball.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, writer of Mavs.com, and holder of a giant dog right now. What you got for me, Isaac? Well, my golden doodle is like 50 pounds. She's like a big teddy bear, <laughs> and she's like thoroughly upset because I came home from work, <laughs> and I went straight to podcasting instead of hanging out with her, so now I'm holding her. While we do the podcast, I uh, am probably going to send a screenshot. I'm probably going to tweet a screenshot out of you holding this dog because it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> the things we do for this podcast. The things that we do for the pod. Today is draft lottery day, Isaac. We've, we made it. We finally made it, guys. The long, I'm not going to lie, like three weeks ago, I was like, this is going to be a long three weeks. This is like, there's only like a couple of dates we have to look forward to as Mavs fans yeah. during these months. So it's finally here. We finally made it. Today we're going to do a big overview of everything draft lottery. So everybody that's kind of been either that's just checking in right now or just to give you a good overview of everything that's going to go on, all the things you can expect for tonight, uh, when it's going to come on, where, and all this kind of stuff. So we'll talk all about that. If you missed our show yesterday, we did a mock draft for every single possible pick that the Mavericks could get. So we ran some tankathon.com scenarios and got every single possibility, ran some mock drafts, and did a bunch of stuff like that. So it was it was pretty cool going through that. It was interesting to see where teams landed up. We got the Clippers in the top three twice, which was fascinating to try to get that. Um, but... It was uh it was it was a good little exercise that we did yesterday. So today we're gonna do an overview. Isaac's got some questions for me. We're gonna do our final predictions, and then uh, man, the lottery. We're gonna know where the Mavericks are gonna pick. This whole season could either be, I mean, if it's six, we're gonna be pretty disappointed. But that's at least still better than last year. Yeah. So like, I just wonder the fan reaction if it lands at six, which was is a. Do you have the odds in front of you? I do. Which is a very very Six slim four, odds. Four point. So let's just go over all the odds real quick. So the number one pick, the Mavericks have a thirteen point eight percent chance to get the number one pick. Number two is fourteen point two. Third is fourteen point five. Fourth is twenty three point eight. Fifth is twenty nine. That's the highest. And then sixth is four point five percent. So that is the that's the smallest by far. Um, so pretty good chance to get in the top the top three. Awesome chance. I mean, in ninety ninety five. 0.5% chance to get in the top five and then that sixth slot, which we, we both agree that that you'll still get a solid, really good player out of that. And I really don't even think the difference between three and six is that big, depending on who gets up there in that top five. Yeah. I mean, Jaron Jackson Jr. Could be there at six and yep. Lord forbid people absolutely love Jaron Jackson Jr. And <laughs> certain people. So like, I mean, he could be there at six Michael Porter Jr. could be there at six. Gary Clark like, could be there at six. Stop. <laughs> You're gonna make me laugh, and it still hurts. <laughs> oh, I almost blocked somebody today over Gary Clark. Um, shout out to shout out to you, man. 
You love Gary Clark. Shout and I actually did I did some research on Gary Clark. I love Gary Clark. I'm excited about him. I, I, I'm excited to see him where he goes, but that's not what we're talking about. I'm excited today. to see him at the combine. Oh, wait. Oh, he that's did, just mean. That's just mean. <laughs> I watched okay. an interview with him, and he's very well-spoken. I, I appreciate that about draft picks. I like well-spoken guys. Okay. Well. Anyway. That's that's a random second round second round selection we just talked about. <laughs> yeah, see, you're gonna get a good pick. I mean, depending on depending on who you think, I guess is a good pick because right now it seems like everybody has their their certain preference. Um, everybody has their preferences. Everybody has their opinions. Make sure that we preface that with opinions. Yeah, we have our own opinions. Like I've said this a thousand times before. There's only a couple people that are really Vicini, Mike Schmitz, Gavoni, like. Yeah. Those dudes, I really take, um, I don't know, I put weight into what they say as far as evaluating draft picks and stuff like that. So it's going to be, I mean, no matter if Dallas lands one and they they can only take one player, there's still going to be all these debates and all these arguments about whoever it is. So it's just part of it. It comes with the territory. But, I mean, but the – the range of with the pick could go like the impact it could have for the next decade of it being like the top pick in the draft is huge. I mean, yeah, it could. And it just, it just comes down to like, we've said this a thousand times as far as you're going to get a good pick anyway. Like that's true. But the main difference is, do you get to pick the guy you really want? Are you in the driver's seat or not? Exactly. Or do you get what's left over? Which is fine. I mean, the leftovers of this draft in the top six are, you know, crazy talents. So, but it just, it's kind of like, which prospects are you going to debate tonight on Tuesday night? We're going to find out which prospects we're going to debate for the next month. Yeah. If you, if we land at one, all the debate's going to be about Luca and Aiden for the next month. <laughs> if, you let, if we land at three or four, the debate's probably going to be about Bamba and Bagley for the next month, probably Jaron Jackson Jr. The goal is to not have to talk about Miles Bridges at all. <laughs> right? Like, the goal is to get out of six or five, like just to get out of that that range, yeah. not have to talk about those guys that are in the lower end, or maybe even Michael Porter Jr., like to not have to talk about those guys at all. That, that would be, you know, the best-case scenario tonight. Uh, so tonight, though, it's going to be at 6.30 Central Time. It's going to be on ESPN. You can watch all that. I think ESPN Radio is doing a whole show, a whole uh, real long show on it. We're going to do our uh, our podcast. We'll record it live, but then uh, we'll uh, we'll post it. I don't think we're going to do a live Periscope thing or anything like that because we're at Isaac's house. Um, but we will record it. We'll post it as soon as we possibly can. And so we'll have our reaction. We'll do a mock draft, all that kind of stuff. Uh, super excited about it, man. Like this is, this is a really, really big night. This is a, this is finally something relevant to the, the Dallas Mavericks in, I don't know when a month, almost exactly a month because the last game they played was mid April. And even that, I mean, you could argue that wasn't even relevant. (laughs) No, the Alec Peters game, Alex, the Alec (laughs) Peters game, the Alec Peters game was, was uh, the most relevant thing. Yeah, I mean, you could say, I mean, you could, I mean, say this is the most exciting thing for the Mavs fans since the dunk contest. In February. Unless you're a DJ Khaled fan, then you left, like, then you left conflicted. Because now you have to hate this person that you used to like. Well, I'm just like, you were excited at that event. Right. Like, when was the right. last time, like, the Mavs fans were excited? Something with anticipation. Yeah, with anticipation. Exactly. That, so. 
The other thing that we should note for tonight is that Michael Finley would be representing the Mavericks. It seems like seems like the the best fit. Uh, I I got the uh, the list of all the um all the people that are representing teams at the lottery tonight, and the one that stuck out to me the most was Mitch Kupchak representing <laughs> representing the Hornets. That's weird. Didn't he just take the <laughs> he job? He just took the job. Teams do this sometimes where they get that guy that just takes the job and they go they send him out there. But uh Mitch Kupchak taking that is such such an F you to the Lakers. <laughs> Going always, out there because the Lakers aren't gonna have their pick no matter what. I always I never understood why prospects attend it. Don't they always have prospects in the Yeah, because I remember in two thousand uh the the last one I think I watched watch was two thousand like 16 or 15 and they had Okafor and uh Towns there and they were just like doing interviews. It's just the yeah, most like, random thing. So like I'm sure Aiton and uh like Bombo would be there or something like that. Yeah, so it's like I don't know. It's kind of a weird event when you really think about it, but it's a very it's weird event. It's a, I also find it super weird too when uh when teams uh, I also find it weird too when teams send like the rookie they just picked Oh yeah, and like De'Aaron Fox is going for the Kings. Josh Jackson's going for the Suns. Are they uh, really? I was just, yeah. I haven't seen this list. Yeah, uh, Jamal. Other players. Oh, Luke Kennard's going for the Pistons. You're lying. Nope. Jamal well, Murray. Jamal Murray's him, going for the Nuggets. Okay, that's kind of weird. They're just all sending players. No, is that little uh, kid going for the Cavs? Going for the Cavs. Yeah, Nick Gilbert, son of the team team owner Dan Gilbert, is going. Good for him. Uh. Michael Finley, we already mentioned. Jerry West for the Clippers. <laughs> Holy crap, they're about to win this thing. Yeah, that one that one is fascinating to me. Uh, Elton Brand for the 76ers. Whoa. They said he's the uh he's the general manager of their G League team right now. That's actually kinda cool. I did not know that, but there you go. Uh I didn't know that either. Michael Reisdorf going for the uh the Bulls, so it's not Gar or Pax. Good for the Gar Pax. See ya. <laughs> Uh, other ones, Rich Gotham, the team president of the uh, Celtics, the owner of the Hawks, Jamie Gertz. I had not even heard of that person. Okay. Jeff Weltman for the the uh, Magic, Scott Perry for the uh, Knicks, Elliot Perry for the Grizzlies. I think that's everybody. Interesting. So – do you want to go through some questions or do you want to make your final predictions? Let's do our final predictions, but let's do that in just one second. All right, Isaac, our final predictions, which thinking about this and seeing, I got a bunch of emails about odds and different things about, about the draft lottery, like uh, betting odds, which by the way, betting apparently is now legal or is, is available to become legal soon. I don't know. It's not, I thought it was legal already it's but. not yet but uh, uh it was a whole supreme court thing that happened but the uh so there's there's odds and stuff to to bet on the draft i'm like you're betting on mathematical odds like this is not something that could go either way this is like <laughs> you're just literally betting on chance it's like li- there's no strategy to it no it's like literally a dice roll which i guess dice is a huge thing that people bet on anyway so i don't know why i'm confused about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go to the casinos, roll those dice. <laughs> so, but yeah, there's all kinds of odds about that. But my guess, my gut feeling, the Mavs end up at three. As I say, give me your top three picks. My top three, like where I think they end up. Yep, and the final order, final three picks: three, one, and six. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's going to be boring. It's going to be uh, awesome or it's going to be terrible. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> All right. I'll go first. I think with the first pick, I think the Atlanta Hawks will win it. Ooh. And then I have the Grizzlies picking second. And I had the Suns picking third. I think Mavericks will get jumped one and go to four. Interesting, interesting. I think Phoenix will stay at one. I think they'll get Luka. By the way, you texted me the most wild thing about the Phoenix Suns coach today that I just could not believe. And if the basketball gods do not give them the first pick, I think there's something wrong with them. All right, so I saw it on a tweet first, and I, it's from a guy that covers the Suns, and I respect him and everything. And they had their press conference today uh, for Igor Kokoskov. Kokoskov, yeah, that's what I'm going with. Their new head coach, and he has a son named Luca. No, that is named after Luka Doncic. <laughs> Good lord! And the tweet said that that he was named after Luka Doncic. So then I googled it. I, was, I googled like Igor Kokoskov's like son. And it says, Luka Kokoskov. Gosh. <laughs> and I start laughing. I'm like, okay, how can you pass up Luka, you know? Like, I mean, I mean we, like if Carlisle's first son's name was Dirk. Or Dennis. <laughs> yeah. Or Dennis. Or Dennis, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we both think that Phoenix is locked in on Luka if they land one, so. Yeah, completely. Then uh, I'd go Atlanta 2, Dallas 3. Memphis four, and then Orlando and Chicago stay. I just know that I don't know if you will be able to contain us if it goes to a commercial break and they still haven't said Dallas's name. That's see, that's the whole thing about the the draft lottery. Do you make it to the other side of the commercial? Because and we've been saying this for a while now. The 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 whole draft lottery is based on the top three picks. Those are the only ones that really like quote unquote change, and so. Teams that are like like Chicago. Chicago can only go from six all the way up to you know three, two, and one. They can't get like four and five. It's just not possible. Yeah, and and it's if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, okay, I've never watched the lottery before. I've never cared until this year. Yeah, which it's most people haven't. Well, I was explaining to my wife a few nights ago, yeah. and I was like, all right, this is what will happen. Like. They'll have all the envelopes. They've picked it. They've picked the three picks beforehand in this like secret room. They have all the envelopes, and they'll start from fourteen on down. So they'll open up that first envelope for fourteenth pick. The Denver, Denver Nuggets. Nuggets. Yeah, blah blah. So the Clippers. The to, Clippers like, again. Let's, let's say like the pick eleven, and it's like with the eleventh pick, the uh, the eleventh pick will go to the Philadelphia 76ers. Well, in that scenario, that means Charlotte automatically is in the top three. So you're like, holy crap! Charlotte jumped to the top three because yeah. they got skipped. They, you know, they're supposed to have the eleventh pick. So that's what we're saying. You know, if they announce all these picks and they 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 don't announce Dallas's name, you know, where you're gonna get nervous is if they do skip somebody. Like we we said it yesterday. We wanted to go all chalk. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah, we do. Yeah. You know, well, going into the commercial right because if they skip a team, the first team that's going to be pushed down is Dallas. So so either unless, so either Dallas has one or two, or yeah. they got you know, or they're going to be. So that's that's the thing where you know we're going to get pretty nervous if he you know if a team gets skipped at like nine like New York or something and we're going to be like oh my gosh are we serious right now and but if it gets like six or five or something like that then yeah 
we're if we get to pick six, if we get to pick five at Orlando and Dallas still hasn't been called, I'm pretty ecstatic at this point. So how's how's your dog gonna feel if? Uh... Well, she's a little antsy right now. <laughs> Not too bad. My dog would just be like. Like she's pop- just putting her head on my shoulder the whole time. It's like she's giving me a long hug. I know. I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet out all these pictures that I've been screenshotting. It's pretty. Fun. Oh my god! Pretty dedication right here. This is dedication. So is there? I got a question. Is if there's one team, one team that you say Dallas has to skip? They have to jump. If you're like, man, if I could pick one team for them to jump, what team would it be? I mean, Phoenix. You That's jump. You jump Phoenix. You're in the top three automatically. Well, I use Phoenix mainly because of like who they would take. Like, if Memphis is ahead of us, I really don't think Memphis is going to take Aiden or Bamba. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I'd love to skip all of them, but Phoenix could go either way. They could go a big. They could go Luca. They could go Depend- depending on where Luka. they are. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to skip Phoenix altogether and not have to deal with that. Um. Yeah. Is there any teams that you would be upset or like you're like, I don't want them in the top three? Oh, the Cavs. The Cavs yeah. are at, they're sitting at eight because they have Brooklyn's pick. They have a 10% chance to get in the top three. I can't handle the Cavs in the top three again. Especially, I listened to uh, to Zach Lowe and Bill Simmons today talk about the Anthony Bennett trade, and they said that, that Woj said that, that uh, Anthony Bennett was going to fall out of the lottery if he didn't go number one. Oh my gosh. That's insane. <laughs> That's coming from Woj. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like Cavs is the logical pick there. I really don't want the Kings to be up there. Yeah. Well, yeah. You yeah, know what's they- crazy with this? And this is something to think about, too. Because my next question is like, who's some teams that you would like in the top three besides the Dallas? For me, it's really simple the East. Besides the Cavs. Except the Sixers. I don't want the Sixers up there anymore. Well, here's the thing. What's crazy about it is... They've won already. We look at at the West, and we look at, like, the Rockets and Warriors, and we're like, okay, that's top-heavy, those two teams, best two teams in the league. I mean, if we think that this draft class is what it could be, and they're next, like, all-stars, seriously, the top three picks, you know, right now, chalk is all Western Conference teams. I mean, Dallas is one of them, so that's cool, but, like... I mean, we're talking Phoenix and Memphis that, depending on who Memphis gets, if they get Luka, they could very well be back in the playoffs next year. That's another team you're going to be fighting for the next yeah. couple of years. Phoenix, whoever they get in the top pick to pair with Booker and Jackson, they're going to be a, you know, they're not playoffs next year, but, like, probably next, like, three years, something like that. So, which is, Besides Memphis, is there another team that you say could make a, in the lottery, that could make a big leap from, like, really bad or bad to like in there. So like the Sixers made a leap this year. Uh, we could see Memphis just because of their injuries. They're another team that you're looking at. It could be like, okay, they're just, they're one player away from just making a, a big leap. I mean, besides like Charlotte, something like that or that Denver. Yeah. In. Yeah. Besides those two. Um, I mean, I would go with Orlando or Chicago and, Probably, I'd probably lean. Man, Chicago. do you remember Orlando's like massive, huge start? Then like their super awesome start yeah. that they had. They have, they have some, they have some good basketball in them somewhere. I it just hope just that they're, depends they're, on who they hire. Yeah, their coach thing is is huge for them. I think Dallas could be that team. Really, I think looking at all the these these teams like Atlanta, Phoenix, like they, they just don't have the same kind of overall talent and coaching that that Dallas does. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm excluding Dallas from this list, but Dallas and and Memphis are two. But when I mean, I'm looking at like you look at some of the teams that made it and at the bottom of the East this past year. I mean, I could, I really could see. I don't think Atlanta has enough pieces, but no. in the East, I mean, Aaron Gordon, if Jonathan Isaac comes back, mm-hmm. I could see them pushing it. But Chicago with Markinen, they re-signed Levine, Chris Dunn. You add somebody like an Aiton you know, somebody to that list, then I could see it for sure. And yeah, and they'd have to be, the rookie would have to be awesome right away. He'd have to be like, you know, Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, really good. Yeah, for sure. And that's why like, if they get somebody like Aiton or something like that, I could, you know, I could see them making that, making that push. I mean, it's still a stretch, but it's, it's the East. So (laughs) anything could happen in the East. Anything is possible. Who do you think needs the number one pick the most? Because I heard something today on uh, a radio talk show thing, and I'm going to throw it at you, and I didn't think about it this way. Who needs it the most? Like, if you're saying what team in this in the top six or seven needs that top pick the most? Interesting. Uh, I feel like the Knicks, <laughs> just because they've had, they just had such <laughs> bad luck. But, uh, I mean, King, Kings are going to be there again. Like, it might be honestly, it might be Dallas or Memphis because they're just not going to be back again. Like I don't think that. Like I think if they add somebody good this draft, they're just not going to be back to like try again. You know what I mean? If they yeah. if they add somebody even like average, like it's not a top one or two, like not the top one or two. If they just add somebody average, they're just not going to be back in this range again because they just had such bad luck. Memphis with injuries, Dallas with close games. And with their own, probably their own decisions. Uh, yeah, I just I don't think they're just gonna get that chance ever again. Yeah, Chris Mannix from Yahoo went on this big thing about how Memphis is the team, and he talked about how like it could like it could very well mean like them staying in Memphis or not. Yeah, I, mean, I think he's right. Stretch, he's right but, about that. Yeah, but he was just talking about how like if they get a new pick, and or if they get this top pick, whether it's Luke or whoever it is, and they just they get back into the playoffs, all that stuff. Or if they get like, you know, if they move down and they get somebody like Jaron Jackson, it's going to take a little bit. And that means more losing for the next couple of years. Like it could have long-term repercussions on their franchise. So I don't want them to get the top pick obviously, but yeah. Cause what, the, what they did was just so despicable. <laughs> I mean, man, they just, they played basically nobody throughout. They, they, they didn't, I mean, we saw the game that Memphis played, uh, you know, against Dallas earlier this year. And just, man, Dallas did that for the last maybe 10 games or so, but Memphis was doing it for more than half the season. It was, it was just pretty pretty wild that uh, that, they're, that they're up there, especially with two guys that could be all-stars in Mike Conley, Marcus Gasol. Those two guys could be, you know, all-star level, all-NBA. Like, Marcus Gasol was all-NBA, wasn't he, like, first team, like, two or three years ago. So th- that team, to me, it's, it's – uh, if you – if you're looking at these teams as far as karma or basketball gods, like Bill Simmons always talks about karma, like like basketball karma or basketball gods, Memphis to me is pretty low in that in that stretch. I mean, they did have the injuries, but just not even fielding a real team to me is just kind of despicable. Who who of the rest of these teams you look at and are like they just don't have good karma going into this? Um, I would say Atlanta. I mean, Memphis is the one. It's like you said, kind of Phoenix, kind of because. Of what they, what they been, did to Bledsoe, they they just they ruined Bledsoe. 
Those past couple of years for Phoenix were and, rough. And Zach Lowe and Bill Simmons brought up the whole Dallas off the court, uh, their whole you know. The, oh, they did. The, they did. I they they brought it. up the business side as far as karma and as far as you know for the organization and the sexual harassment scandals and all that stuff. Uh, I I don't think it's we we're mostly like joking and talking about karma as like you know something funny as far as basketball and I'm not gonna include that in this. I'm that's not. I don't think that's appropriate to talk about it in that way. No, I agree. I mean, yeah, we're we're gonna leave that alone with as far as like karma and <laughs> Isaac's now that. a mobile podcast. He's gonna go. He's gonna go and shut up his dog while he's walking with mobile his podcast with his laptop. Gonna... This is the first mobile podcast. It's not, but it's one of the first mobile podcasts we've had. Guys, this is you're getting every bit of my life right now <laughs> in this podcast. Wisdom teeth out, and then taking care of his dog. I'm getting a tour of Isaac's house right now. Nick's going to be at my house tomorrow That's as we true. watch the, the draft lottery and we grill out. And now I'm outside. <laughs> We're here in all the uh, air conditioning unit or somebody mowing or something. Well, crap. No, right, we're, we're good now. We're good now. Is that the tree with the raccoons? Yeah, that's, that's a raccoon tree. <laughs> Wait, show everybody the raccoon tree and I'll send them a screenshot. No, I ain't showing you my raccoon tree. You see my <laughs> you raccoon nice tree tomorrow. Outside, though. Yeah, it's my chill spot. I got a little uh, <laughs> little place to do some s'mores. Oh, nice. Got a little grill. If we get the okay, over. if we get the number one pick, are we doing s'mores? Psst. I don't know what I'll do if we get the number one pick. You know, I posted this question on Twitter today, and I said, "What would you do? What's the most extreme thing you would do if it meant?" I saw Dallas somebody about their the, earlobes. Somebody, yeah, somebody said they would detach their earlobes. Um, got a couple murders. You know, saying they would commit murder. Um, but then I posed a question about the tattoo, and I was like, so would you get a tattoo on your leg the size of a softball hmm. if it meant Dallas would get the top pick? Where on my and leg? Am I talking like? I don't know, anywhere. Like anywhere you want to put just it. Just under the cheek, thigh level? Or are we talking <laughs> about like visible leg if I'm wearing shorts? Yeah, so that – there was a lot of people that said that they would. I would not, but that there, there were a couple of people that was like, bro, I already got one. Why yeah. not another? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I saw some of those. Well, right. Professionally, All I right. would I would not make that decision. <laughs> no, I wouldn't either. And then you got some smart people in there. It's like, well, I would probably do it for a championship, but there's no guarantee with the top pick. I'm like, very true. I, I know. <laughs> there's no, no guarantee lock in that. Definitely. Uh, um. I feel like I have another question for you. What's the team? What's like the most predictable team? Like if they land the top pick in the draft, you like, man. And let's just say throw Phoenix out. Yeah, Phoenix we, is out. Um, the most predictable. I don't know. I feel like between the two guys, I mean, Philly. You want to throw Philly in there? No. Philly. Philly's pretty predictable if they get number one because then they're going. They're probably going Luca. Yeah. Going Luca, they're probably not gonna. Which let me just address something real quick. I'm not gonna go too far into this, <laughs> but I'm just gonna say they own the tenth pick. Okay, if they if they land at ten, that tenth pick is gonna be well like worth way more money than eight point six million dollars. And I'm just gonna leave that at that. Okay, it's not gonna be to get a top ten pick. You're going to have to take on a, a bigger contract than an expiring 
$8.6 million. Okay. So yep. let's just. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I feel like Memphis, we've talked about it before. Like, it feels like they've already committed to Marc Gasol. So, like, Bagley would be, like, the perfect fit there. Luca, Something like that. Like, the team that if they land one that could literally go anywhere, Atlanta. Yeah. Could could be any single team. Like Atlanta could just go anywhere. Sacramento, yeah. I think, could go anywhere with the, with the top, the yeah, top well, guys because there's not a point guard. The rest of their guys are like, I mean, there's not really a two, so they could they could still go. I just don't like the Luca fit for Sacramento. That's my main thing because they just have a couple of young pieces that just don't shoot, and I don't see how they would fit with Luca. Who would be the most fun team to land at one? But I think with Luca, well, going back to the Kings, I think with well. We'll have forever to talk about this, but I think with Luca though, you add a, a a good shooter. Like, but let's like we talked about yesterday. Like, with off Dennis the ball. can play off the ball some. De'Aaron Fox can't hit my raccoon tree with a beach ball right now. So <laughs> that is, I mean, the raccoon joke, by the way, is a, a big inside joke about. It is a big inside joke from like day ones that know that. Um, you know who who I think would be the most fun team to land one and get Luca would be New York. It would. It really would. I feel like that would be the rig situation. Like, that would be the... You just have the all-foreign team then. Oh, my gosh. You bring the Wonder Boy, the sensation, over to the biggest city, you know, to New York City, pairing with Porzingis, Fisdale. Heck, they might go try to get LeBron then. I mean, Nilakina and Doncic as your backcourt, that's... No, that would be so fun. That's... That's pretty good right there. See, that's I that's want, almost I, perfect. Like that I, is I a really good. I like that in the Eastern Conference. Like that's that's what I want. I want the East yeah. to be back good again. Yeah. And and and, and let and let's say this. We'll talk about this later on the week. Tuesday is like the starting point of this week. The combine starts on Thursday, so we'll we'll, we'll come at you with different stuff on the combine. But this weekend's a huge huge weekend. It's especially a huge weekend for Luka Doncic fans. This weekend's the EuroLeague Final Four. Yeah. He's going to play on Friday. If they win on Friday, he will play in a championship on Sunday. Um, there are some rumblings that some Mavs brass might be attending that uh, that weekend. Um, it's just – it's a huge weekend. It's a huge weekend to – if things wasn't already – if you're not on the Luka bandwagon now of him being a top pick – He's going to like all eyes is this weekend. Like the combine's like going to be this week, and a lot of measurements will come out and stuff. But Euroleague will be the hottest thing, and everyone will be talking about it. So wherever he goes in that pendulum, if he sucks and he has a game <laughs> like he had the other other day, he had like a four point four assist game. He just kind of struggled a little bit. Then you know the haters will come out. But if he comes out and drops like a near triple double again, if he leads them to like a Euroleague title again, like. Man, like the, it will be off the chains. Can you imagine, Nick? Imagine this. Can you imagine Dallas winning the lottery on Tuesday night, and then Luca going out and dropping like a triple double, oh. winning the Euro League? <laughs> Everything will be like vindicated. It would be the greatest. If people that would that is that the best scenario? That's a way that Dallas week? basketball could get back on the map in Dallas again. Is that but is that literally the best scenario for this whole week? I feel like it would be. That is that is the best scenario. There would probably still be people. Okay, can I admit something to you? <laughs> of course. Me and no one else. Go ahead. Just you, Nick. It stays between us. 
with the next time we do our big board, Luca might be at number one. For no! Me. What? Yeah. What? It's just a matter of eliminating question marks he's for me. He's come around, ladies and gentlemen. He is. He's made the decision. I'm not. I haven't made it yet. I'm still eight. He's made the change. No, you've already admitted to thinking about it. That means you're gonna do it. I'm getting super, super close to it. So, it's just. It's just a matter of the the way the game is shifting. You know what? A lot of it convinced me is my. What was my big worry for a long time? Playing off the ball and like him playing with Dennis. And now that I've read a lot of people like Mike Schmitz and some of these people that actually know. about Luca and stuff, and they are slowly starting to convince me that he should be playing with another ball handler like Dennis. That's that's swayed me a lot, and so anyway, we'll talk about it more when our our big boards come. But that would be the that would be the best scenario. That would be the craziest best scenario. But I mean, Tuesday night's going to be a fun fun night either way, and then we get to watch you know hopefully Boston beat LeBron again after. And hopefully, that'd be fun. And Nick can see me in a really good mood. And um, should we talk anything about pressure of this top pick? Like, are you worried anything about if Dallas gets it? Are you just purely excited, or are you a tad bit like worried that Dallas will jack it up, or the pressure will get to the prospect? No, because I don't think so. There's there's such a clear top two. I don't think you can you can mess it up. I mean, even like this is this is a clear like Odin Durant scenario. And looking back, that looks like such a, a mess, like a miss by Portland. But at the time, it was not. And you can't really, I mean, we as needy people can't guess about his knees, you know. And Aiton doesn't have yeah. that same stuff, and Luca doesn't have that those same like injury concerns. So it's it's really that's really the decision if they get the top two. Uh, what I'm what I don't like is seeing people say like, "Oh, I'd rather have two because then we can just wait to see who drops." No, you'd rather be rather be in the driver's seat and control your own destiny. Because those people don't want to have the pressure of making the pick. Yeah, like if you land at two in this scenario, then <laughs> there's no like there's no scrutiny coming from people and from outside voices because you just took the second best prospect. Or they have no faith in the front office, which is probably a little telling too. Yes, and <laughs> I saw somebody joke today. I'm like, what if they trade the pick if they land it like first overall? I think it was the ringer. I'm like, no, stop. They're not going. If they land one, they're not going to trade that pick. So there you go. That's our lottery overview. That is what we got going on. Enjoy the draft lottery tonight on Tuesday. We will be back a little later today, depending on when you're listening to this. We'll be back again. You can watch the lottery on ESPN. It's at 6:30 Central Time. Hopefully the Mavs get past the commercial. That's all. I'm, that's all I'm hoping for. We're going to be recording live to it, like Nick said. So we're going to be recording through the commercial break. So I hope that we are uh, recording <laughs> in anticipation. If not, we're going to be oh, still we're going to be, be so excited. sad. Unless, unless Cleveland makes it past the commercial oh. break and Dallas is at four, oh. and then I'm just going to be pissed the whole commercial break. But no, to to end it, top four, we're happy, right? Top four, yeah. I, I'd like even that, be happy top five. Yeah, yeah, okay. Rating our happiness. We're ecstatic if it's top four. Ecstatic? Going cr- ec- no, no, no. I'd be ecstatic top two. I'd be sat. I'd be happy, satisfied top three. Four. Three, and then I'd be uh, just satisfied and good with it top five. Okay. I'm just like, uh, okay, five or six. We can still get somebody. If we're top four, I'm pretty happy. Top two. Heck yeah, let's roll. 
Like, let's go party in Deep Ellum or whatever. With Dennis somewhere. <laughs> With Dennis somewhere. At a Froyo place. Froyo. <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On Maps. Enjoy the draft lottery. Go Mavs. Peace out. Boom. <laughs>